Hello, episode 38, and we are back. Um, I'm going to jump straight in and explain to you all why I've been absent, and I do apologise because I do like to keep regular, as they say. Um, I don't want to make this too maudlin. This is going to be a bit of a short and special one, uh, dedicated to my mum. Um, as regular listeners will know, she has been struggling with dementia for quite a few years now. And as I have said in previous podcasts, that I may have to disappear and uh, I may not be quite so regular with the um, uploading of podcasts. And the reason would possibly be that there was problems with my mum. Anyway, ultimately, uh, two weeks ago, sadly, my mother passed. I'm not sure I even like using the term past, but I don't really know any other way to describe it. Um, it's been a bit of a struggle to gather myself to actually put a podcast out, but I felt that this was part of my journey of being a still 40-something gay man, and that it was something I should share with you. Um, it's not going to be a massively long podcast this week. Um, I just wanted to check in with you and, and, and talk about it a bit. It's probably, I'm self-therapizing, therapizing, is that a word? Anyway, it is now. Um, and yes, I just I just wanted to share it with you as you are all on the, the journey with me. I do have guests uh, lined up, but unfortunately I've just been out of touch with them as well. So uh, I apologize to them if they think I've just dropped off the face of the earth, but um, it was bound to happen. I did try and continue to keep working whilst uh, we were in the throes of organizing everything. And um, sadly, the my mother's funeral will be happening three days before my wedding. Yes, indeed. Um, it sounds quite insane when I say it out loud that that is going to be the scenario, but that's the way it is. It was the earliest that um, that it could happen because sadly at this time of year, the undertakers are quite busy. Um, so anyway, uh, so that's when it's happening. Um, as I say, it's been a very odd time and I say it's been odd because I've, as I've discussed with you and for those who listen to the podcast with my sister will know that we've discussed that there has been a certain amount of grieving already happened um, because my mother's not been my mother for a long time. Um, there were moments when I'd go in and I'd see vague glimpses of the mother that I knew, but sadly dementia takes away everything. In the end, there was there was kind of, there was no trace left. Now I don't want to be too maudlin, and I want to sort of put this out also in honour of my mum, um, and just I want to talk about things like she how supportive she was of me being a gay man and a young gay boy. In fact. I remember her saying, well, she told me later down the line that she was aware of the fact that I was gay when I was three years old. Um, and I I did ask and make jokes about um, whether I was, you know, flouncing and other such internalised homophobic things. But yes, um, it wasn't anything like that. It was just, she said it was her intuition and that 
intuition. Mother is intuition is always right, most of the time. And um, yeah, and so she was kind of always aware of it. And it sounded like her and my father discussed it at length over the years and basically said, well, when he's ready, he'll discuss it with us. And eventually I did. It, take, it took me to move out and be living in London, but it was a different time. It's not wasn't quite as easy um, back in the 80s, goodness me. Um, but my mother was always very supportive of that and very welcoming of any friends that I would take to any of the homes when they lived in Devon and I'd bring friends back and uh, gay and straight friends back. Um, and that my mother welcomed my gay friends into her into their home when they lived in Watford. My mother would uh, embrace embraced uh, uh, previous uh, relationships I'd been in. Um, she'd welcome boyfriends um, and friends, and it. I was made to feel that it wasn't an issue. Um, the only negative thing I and I don't want to sort of talk too negatively about anything my mother ever did but it wasn't really it was just at the time and she did say I do remember hearing her discussing and I think possibly discussing with me that there was uh, that she was concerned that uh, that a gay life would be a lonely life and that's not been the case and of course she saw that change and so I think that was before she had the reality of it and saw the reality of it and as I say it was a different time but anyway she saw that happening and she knew I was happy and I think she'd be very happy with the fact that I am about to get married um, it's a very strange thing grief and to be really honest with you I've had a couple of moments of crying that were brought on by that were I was tipped over by some music or um, the other thing was a TV show and I haven't kind of sat down and and sobbed as much. I went, to, Keith and I went to see, and here's a recommendation in the midst of all this, the show Everybody's Talking About Jamie. I'd mentioned it before on another podcast that I'd, uh, I'd downloaded the soundtrack and how I was loving it a lot, but we went to see it uh, last Saturday and it, it was it was a Christmas present, so we weren't going to cancel um, from Keith to me, and it was brilliant. Um, and there is a lot of emphasis on the story because it's about it's it's based on a documentary, a BBC documentary about a uh, I think he's sixteen, a teenager called Jamie in Sheffield, and he decides he wants to go he wants to be a drag queen, and that he's going to go to his prom in drag. And uh, and so it's the musical version of that. But there's this strong relationship between him and his mother. And there was a particular song in that that the mother sings about him being her boy. And that did slightly tip me over the edge. And I did I did I did cry properly for that. But I think for me that's when things like that will I will release things. I will release my emotions at moments like that. But otherwise, the feelings I had were. I was angry and I didn't expect to be angry. I had one day when I woke up and I had this uncontrollable anger just towards everything 
and I don't know where it was coming from. Well, I mean, I do know where it's coming from, but it was unexpected. So I had to kind of battle for a day with this intense anger. And then there was numbness. Um, and it's, 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 a, it's a very strange process. But as I say, I think we've been going through it for four years. So I think there's been a lot of grieving done already. Um, friends and family um, and, uh, and even listeners have been really very supportive. Um, and I've had some lovely messages from all around the world, in fact. Um, and for all the people that have sent messages um, and friends who've sent cards and have had flowers, and I want to thank you all and, and say, yeah, uh, we're doing okay. And uh, I do appreciate everyone being so interested in how we're doing. So many thanks for that. But yes... Um, other positives, well, not positives. There, my mother was a very positive person in regards to uh, how she uh, talked to me and talked about me, and uh, and the love that she um, gave to me and to my sister and to our partners. Um, and she did teach me a lot about being um, a sensitive human being. Sometimes I think she was possibly too sensitive, and moments where I thought she was just generally too sensitive to the to the well to be in this world the way it is at the moment. And there are moments when I think that I'm glad she's not seeing some of the the world turmoil that that's happening currently. But um, but. It's it's incredible when you sit back and you, you're able to now think about the good stuff. Because whilst dementia is in its throes, all you see is the human slowly disappearing year by year, uh, month by month. And um, it, it did seem, it does seem now that I'm able to think about my mum as she was before all of this began, which seems like a long time ago. And we've been trying to figure out actually when did it first start, and I do have a memory of of her taking me to a cash machine, she'd forgotten my birthday, taking me to a cash machine to give me some money to buy it so I could buy myself a present, because she felt guilty. Um, and I said that she didn't need to worry, but anyway, she took me to the cash machine, and her I remember her standing at the cash machine and not really being able to figure out first of all where the card went into the machine and then secondly what the number what her pin number was and I mean we all forget things and I think I've probably forgotten pin numbers before for cards I've not used for a long time but it felt different and I remember that kind of being a moment where I, I remember feeling this 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 I don't know it was just right in my gut it felt like I'd been kicked in the gut and it felt and I sort of I think that was the point I realized that something wasn't right um and I I, I have uh, mentioned this on Facebook and I'll probably talk about it on the website as well but part of me talking about all this is also to to say to people that if you're going through any kind of loss with dementia or anything at all but 
and that's something that I understand and you do want to contact me and you do you would like to chat or even if it's just messaging on email or uh, via the website I would be more than happy to to talk to you um, because it's a, it's a tough and a strange disease and now in retrospect I think it affects the family almost more than in the end than the person who's suffering with the dementia because sadly the person with dementia is is it starts to become unaware of what's going on and what's left is the family who all still have all their scruples and their marbles and that sounds terrible using the term marbles anyway I'm not trying to be PC I'm just trying to be honest but the, the, what's left is the family and their raw emotions and and to say when it goes on for years and the decline happens my mother's been in a care home for two years and in that two years uh, she the first few months were tough um, various problems occurred there were teething problems with the home and she was still moving about but kind of within I'm thinking probably about within four months five months that she she wasn't and she was in a bed and she pretty much remained in a bed or a chair right through to the end of the last year she was just in her bed in her room which became a very peaceful place and bizarrely initially I used to resent the care home I used to resent going in um it made me it made me feel really aware of my own age and so I got angry about that if I'm really honest and then also um I was, I felt that it wasn't good enough for my mum and that standards, and sometimes standards were, most of the time, were great. But initially, as I say, there were teething problems and and and, and care was lacking um, without going into great details. But, um, but as time went on and when she ended up in the, in the unit she was in finally, uh, for the last year at least maybe more uh, it was a very peaceful place and her room always felt like and quite often I would go on my own my sister and my father would go together or my father would go on his own but I'd quite often go on my own and I would try and talk to her and then I wouldn't always, sometimes I'd get some kind of response, just a smile. And she was still, up to about six months ago, still able to say, she didn't say anything else, she would say the words thank you. So incredibly polite right to the end. Um, but I would find that space actually quite peaceful. So I would go and I'd think. And as you, as a lot of you listeners probably know, people who've been with me since the beginning, that I am writing um, about and around the subject um, for a one-man show. And so I would sit and think about that. Uh, and sometimes I would just sit and contemplate life. Um, it was like another level of meditation, I suppose, to some degree. And it was strange how it went from being a place that I resented to a place that I would sometimes, once I'd arrived and sat in the room, it would just feel very peaceful. And I felt 
I don't know. I suppose sometimes I, in my own way, I was trying to send my love to my mother through the air. Um, um, if I wasn't talking to her, I was just, you know, thinking good thoughts about her and trying to fill the room with good thoughts. It all sounds quite airy fairy, but um, that's that's the truth. Um, so anyway, I just did want to to, to share this with you and, and and explain how I've been feeling and how it affects me. Because again, today I I've been I've been I've gone back to work and I've been working a lot of days in a row and. Last night I went out for the first time since and I really needed to and I went to a gig uh, with my friend Robin and I had a few wines and uh, the gig was great. I have to record this, here comes another recommendation for you. Um, the guy is called Yan Jahan, Y-E-H-A-N-J-E. H-A-N uh, Yan Jahan and uh, his music is is great, it's kind of MGMT Prince it's got a thing of holding notes to it as well, anyway he's got an EP out, I think he's got another thing coming out this week, but anyway at the moment he has an EP out called Expansions um, he was playing like a launch gig last night and I'd booked it ages ago and uh, I thought no I'm going to do it and I'm really glad I did to get out of the rhythm of work, cook, sleep, feel anxious, angry, unhappy, depressed, work, anxious. And kind of I was a little bit in a loop. And I think I've broken the loop now anyway. So um, his music really did cheer me up. Um, I tweeted him about it today. Um so yes, so it, it's. I think now it's a, a matter of finding things to to look forward to, and I am. There are plenty of things. Um, I have uh, obviously. I have <laughs> the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is my wedding, which for a few days I thought, oh, it's just the worst timing ever. And then I got angry with myself because I was thinking about I was be. Well, am I being selfish, worrying, saying that it's timing? Um, who am I blaming? It's just it's just the way it is. Um, but I'm looking forward to again to honouring my mum at my wedding and uh, kind of honouring her, remembering her in a positive way, um, and and having her part of the wedding um, and carrying her into the wedding with me. Um, but it's going to be a wonderful day with a lot of great people. So uh, I'm. That's kind of my aim. We've still got a lot of work to do. The only kind of, again, timing-wise, uh, work and uh, obviously then there's the funeral. I mean, my my uh, sister and father have done a lot of uh, arranging, luckily, on the funeral because I've just not been around. Um, and uh, I sort of do what I can. But then, obviously, the wedding there's still a lot there's still things to do and so at the moment it's still going through a tick list of things um and i'm looking forward to that being done and it just being the event to look forward to and we're getting there um and then uh i think we're planning uh some trips away that i'm looking forward to um uh, i'm i'm booking gigs 
Um, we've got some tickets to see Hamilton in the summer. Things like that is just giving myself things. And I'm looking forward to being able to finish my my show, my piece, my play. Because I feel now that I, I feel more driven to get it done. And I think I was struggling because I sort of did feel that my mother was on her last legs because she hasn't been she hadn't been eating she hadn't eaten solids for a long long time and she was just on smoothies and then eventually that stopped and that's how she 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 had she was she had pneumonia but um she also wasn't eating at all or even taking in any liquid it, it, she just stopped knowing how to swallow so ultimately that's what happens um anyway without slipping back down um I feel that now I'm able to to think about the whole thing with a different perspective and I think that was a problem I was slightly struggling with is this going to happen and now it's happened um, the, the real life mother that I think about I can think fondly about and then I can talk about the struggle um, and I want to get that out there and hopefully in the next year it will be Performed in a theatre near you is all I'll say. <laughs> um, as I say, so I, I, it's going to be a short one this week, but I did want to check in with you, and I do hope you understand. I'm going to get guests uh, definitely organised. I'm going to get back to them today and figure things out. But I just wanted to 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 share with you and um, and hope that you like and find interesting listening to my story and my journey. Um, as ever there's been a lot of uh, television that's kept me buoyant and we don't need to go into all that um, I'm not going to give you all my re regular recommendations I've done a couple along the way today um, but truly do contact me if you are going through anything similar with a family member or something with your own health and I would be honoured to to, to talk to you as I say it can just be via email or or messaging or, or you know or we could even speak um, and I would actually like to um, uh, we did a dementia walk last year and uh, uh, to, for, to, to raise money for uh, the Alzheimer's Society and I'd like to do something again this year which I'm going to have a think about and then put it out there to you and I'd really appreciate it if once I do give you further details I've got a couple of ideas that you'll be able to share it with other people who maybe aren't listeners and maybe they'll become listeners as well but that's it really for this week um I promise to get things back on track um obviously my wedding is coming up in two weeks so um I, I'll aim to get one of my guests recorded, but as I say, I have work pretty much all day, all day, all week, um, right through to the, kind of to the end of next week. And then Keith's family arrived from the US. So if I don't, please bear with me. And I do hope that you understand. And as I say, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this brief podcast for this week and that you'll stick with me 
and we'll be back on track in the next episode so again gang thank you so much um my biggest love to you all keep listening keep spreading the word and don't give up <laughs> all right thank you so much i'll speak to you all very very soon bye bye